apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com. Email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. Lo-Fi Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number, ML338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. laptop is real and the post was right big tech stopped the story and took it out of sight they said it was russia when it was the truth now it's real because it can't change the voting booth 13 said they would have changed their vote in the end we will see if history was rewrote trump would have won and who knows where we would be would gas be so high or would ukraine be on a knee We have the first black woman nominated to the highest bench, but her soft on crime sentencing makes my stomach clench. Child porn is no big deal, according to this judge. A couple of months in jail is all, not even a nudge. What is the world coming to? I'm almost overwhelmed. Where are the morals we had? The values we held. They are gone now and that, and this is what we get. It's all about feelings, 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 and I'm sick of it. A war abroad and censorship at home. Could this be the fall of modern day Rome? Freedom is fragile and we need to treat it with care. So stop all the hate before it vanishes in thin air. Welcome to Divided We Stand. I am Jim Battisti and as always, that is Joe Egg. Ag- Aguire, you could just say it right, or you could butcher it. That's fine. (laughs) Let's get right into this, Sergio Aguire. What's up, baby? (laughs) The laptop is real, Joe. 13% of the voters said they would have not they would not have voted for Joe Biden. That would have been enough to change the election. 
truly are you are you freaking kidding me this is exactly this is exactly what i've been talking about on this show with terms and definitions with this new term misinformation anything can be labeled that anything there's an actual statute in law against disinformation, which is the U.S. Code 35. Now, look up any code against misinformation. There isn't one. There isn't one. This word was made up just to be able to subdue any kind of opinion that people didn't like. For example, weren't they banned from Twitter for this? Weren't they taken off Twitter? Weren't they taken off Facebook? Weren't they censored? Wasn't this story censored? at the time it came out because it was deemed misinformation, which is not a standard. There are actual standards that have to be met to be against the law under the statute of disinformation. The standard of misinformation is, you know, whatever the caretaker feels like it should be. And this is the problem. And this is the problem that I've been talking about on this show. And now you see it in real effect here. Well, this is not dissimilar to the Trump Russia investigation, which was also pretty faulty. A lot of faulty information got out there. We've talked about it. It was definitely suspicious. Now this, according to most experts, and don't forget, Trump was in charge when this was going on. This was Trump's Justice Department who bought into the idea that this was part of a Russian misinformation campaign. Obviously, that's not not uh, they were wrong. But then again, when uh, Putin was lined up uh, on the border of Belarus running war games, those same people said he wasn't going to invade and they were wrong on that one too so this is uh the generals yeah all the generals all of biden's top guys which i've had a problem with since afghanistan i'm not gonna lie to you when i saw them go up on that congressional uh hearing uh and try to explain themselves it just enraged me even more right so three out of the four guys were army rangers right if i'm not mistaken yeah. if i was on that panel there would have been one question and i just would have kept repeating it you know what that question would have been what's the ranger code you know what the ranger code is no man I don't. left behind yeah okay makes sense and that's all i would have asked for five minutes what's the ranger code what's the ranger code and i just would have had him repeat that for five minutes that and none of them, none of them would even own up to that whatsoever. But we're digressing. Yeah. Think well, listen, here. I think this is the thing about the Hunter Biden laptop. Now that we know it's a real thing, this is like those drug kits they were giving away. There's no crack pipes in this laptop. There's apparently a singular email where Hunter suggests he would get someone a meeting with the vice president, which would not be unlike the meeting at Trump tower uh, that, that uh, Jared Kushner and Paul Manafort and Donald jr. Had with that Russian spy. Uh, I am. She was there. Sue claims she was there to talk about 
uh, child adoption or whatever have you. I but, am 99% sure that there's going to be more than one email. And maybe they're not talking about it right now because it's, they've already looked at it. Because it's going to be under investigation. And this is right. going to be something that comes up after November. And I think everybody's anticipating it. I listen. I don't. I don't think they need to wait that long. I think again, it's been looked at. It's not like, I mean, they're they're just confirming its existence. It was looked at, and again, they found one email. So why was it censored? And that's you can't call it any other way. I don't know. Where it's gonna come out? I'm telling you, there's more than one email. In the beginning, there was a lot more than one email. When the story first came out, there were emails linking into the Chinese government saying that 10% is going to the big guy. That's the emails that they're talking about in this laptop. And the have big guy you, was confirmed sure. to be Joe Biden. Have you, I mean, have, so, you, have you seen that email and have you seen it verified? That's what I'm saying. It's going right. to come out. I'm I'm saying that the, the FBI and the Trump Justice Department already had it. If there was something to be found, they would have already used it before the election. No, I, I, I just, they didn't have it. They did have it. They did have it. They just nobody confirmed that it was real. But they've had it. They've it's right. It's been in it's been in their possession all this time. This was just a matter of nobody was saying it was real. And again, this might be sort of like when Jim Comey came out and was like, hey, listen. Hillary's an idiot, sloppy with the with the email. Not going to charge her with anything. You I'm mean just the same guy that, that said that the steel dossier was real? That guy. Got it. Uh, <laughs> We're going to trust him. You think James Comey said the steel dossier was real? He I've never even heard it. him. I've he never heard him comment it to, on for it. it. to go up to the Pfizer he's, warrant. No. He was the head of the FBI. The head of the FBI had to that. approve it. No. Look up the chain. Look up the chain of approval. Watch for me. Pfizer warrants. Watch me do it. I know you can. Oh, by the way, yeah. I'm sorry that I couldn't be in-house tonight, in your house tonight. I apologize. But uh, I, I know you have a lovely setup, and I can't wait to check it out. Uh, yeah, let's let's get this on next week. Let's do it. Hey, do you mind if I just uh, brag a little bit while we're on here? Please do. So uh, I, I don't know how many people or, or listeners know that I'm actually starting my acting career. And uh, I've been booked in about six parts so far, and I'm, I feel like I'm doing well. I have an acting coach. Her name is uh, Joyce Vaudre, and she's, she has been the one really helping me out. And, you know, I, I, I can't thank her enough, you know, and uh, she's opening up her own, her own business. So I really want to wish her the best of luck in that as an acting coach. So. But uh, I, uh, I'm bragging a little bit tonight because I'm really happy. I got another part, and I just got another audition request while I was waiting for you to come on, like literally 10, 15 minutes ago. So I'm a little, little pumped tonight, and not even you, Joe, can get me in a, good, in a bad mood tonight. Not even you. Well, I'll say this. First of all, congratulations on all your successes. Number two, anyone who's watched this show the last two months can tell what a good actor you are. (laughs) 
Okay. For you okay. to say the things that come out of your mouth sometimes. That is that is a performance of a lifetime. I have to think deep down, you, that you're method acting. Uh, method you're acting. fully okay. in character, and so, you're you like, know what? I'll buy it all. So let's that, let's let's play this <laughs> let's play this scene out, Joe. Let's play this scene out. Come December, right at, or you know November fifth. <laughs> What happens if there's more on this laptop to Joe Biden? Do you think if the red wave that everybody's predicting happens, right, do you think the Republicans will try to dig into this more and try to uh, push uh, maybe an impeachment? That is the that's the underground scope. You want Kamala Harris to be president? This is what I'm talking about. This is why I wanted to bring this up because sure, I'm like, let's talk this out this. loud. Anybody yeah, want that? Is anybody down for that idea? Exactly. This is why I really wanted to talk about it, right? Because I don't want that. I'm not pushing for that as a Republican because Lord, Lord help us all if Kamala Harris becomes president of the United States. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, she's she really hasn't um she hasn't made much of an impression with me either way. Do you do you think that her cackling is a uh involuntary reaction when she gets hit with those hard questions and she cackles them off? Do you I'm sure you've seen this. I'm sure you've heard of this. No. Is that a thing? Really? You you next okay, God almighty. For those who do know that are listening, next week I am going to do a whole montage of the hard questions she gets asked. Have you gone to the border yet? And she laughed it off. She's like, oh, not today. <laughs> like it's funny that the border crisis was going on. Or, I mean, she laughed at the, at the meeting on television with a Polish president over about Ukraine. Like she laughed when she got hit with a hard question. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> exactly. I, she can't handle. She can't handle the stress, and what and it and it, and it translates into like or, or, or manifests into this cackle, and and she laughs so hard. It's it, like these hard topics. It's it's disgusting. So no, I don't want. I, I think we just need to keep pumping the old man with some insure. Just don't let them do any more, any more damage with the country. But God Almighty, once you know, once twenty twenty four comes, both of them are done politically. I don't I don't think Harris will be able to survive this politically. Um. All right. And I so I I looked this up and I'm immediately looking at this fact checking stuff, completely taking out of context. She was actually joking with the president of Poland. I know, because it's a joking matter when they're sitting there on the border talking about Ukraine. It's a joking matter. No, they weren't talking about Ukraine. That's not what they were talking about. They were exchanging pleasantries, as, you know, human beings will do from time to time. And um, I'm sure he doesn't speak great English, and I don't believe she speaks Polish. So I have to imagine some of the laughing was just, ha, ha, ha. Okay, so where are you fact-checking? Because I literally watched the broadcast. I'm, I'm fact-checking Reuters. They have right. they have exactly the video you're talking about. It's no surprise. It. This is wildly out of context. Nope. I wasn't. was in the room. Yeah, this is, 
Herbie, I'm telling you right Herbie now, Zutzen that fact check needs says to be he was in the room. I watched the vice it was president during, and president the of Poland were laughing about who would speak first amid simultaneous translations. They were certainly not laughing about refugees. Do you want me to? I could pull this up if we if we need to watch this. It's pull up all of them. Go ahead, show all of them. So that my colleague here in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town who told him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> A friend. Yeah. There was no pleasantry. Right. There. So you, there was I no think, you go, I go. You she, literally she just said, you okay, literally just saw, and that's exactly what they were laughing about. Who was going to go first? Again, this oh, is this nice is the problem with right wing media. This is the problem with right wing media. You guys are dying for this stuff to be true, dying for it to be true, okay? Again, the idea that the vice president of the United States, regardless of party, regardless of age or even intelligence level, would laugh at that is an absurd thing to think. Not talking about any kind of party. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about her specifically. Pull up the border questions. Pull up the freaking. I'll put up all the questions that she got hit with, and just cackled and cackled. Whether she was laughing or not, it whatever. It's a bad friggin' look. Period. <laughs> You're on the world stage. Here's another one. Post mislead Vice huge... President Harris response to questions about migrant influx. Uh, let's see. Uh, was she laughing hysterically when asked to go to the border? These posts do not show the full interaction and context in which she laughed. Before reporters asked Harris about her plans to visit the border, she'd be answering questions about her agenda for a trip in Florida. She they the said eight-minute video again cut she down. Said, not today. Ha ha ha! And laughed. There's no out of Harris told reporters that. she was in Jacksonville to address food insecurity and emphasize the importance of vaccinations. She was then asked if she had plans to visit the border. Not today, but I have before, and I'm sure I will again. She went on to stress the hard work needed ahead to address the border issue and meet the moment. What a jokester! She met the moment, all right. Let me tell you, she's doing a great job. She met the moment in Poland too. She did a great job. The whole do you, point. Do you show, remember when um you, when Dan Quayle really was the vice president are you and we really just pretended everything he said was stupid? Harris? No, I'm you're not. Defending. But I'm saying you're defending if she, Harris. Jimmy, if she did go? the things that you Where said you she did, if she did the things that you said she did, if if Hillary did the things you guys pretend she did, if Joe Biden was guilty of the things you guys constantly accuse him of, when again, and you know Donald Trump better than everybody, you could look the other way on all that. In insincere, dude. Totally insincere, and you know it. What are you talking about? I take everybody to task, to include Donald Trump. I'm telling you right now. Do I not? I've, I've looked up now three different things that you said she laughed at, and all three have been fact-checked and debunked. Your fact-check is ridiculous. I've I got it on Google. Fact-checks. I I've went on Google. Those. The first thing I fact-checked through was Reuters, and the international news organization. 
I, I you can't have a understand. I do you want me to go? Should I go to the Daily Caller you for this? Just, how you can just be like, okay, like seriously, Joe. Do you want me to send you? You could read the article yourself where it shows the actual debunked video. It shows the full eight minute clip, not the eight I, second soundbite. You keep looking at little clips. I actually watch this stuff. All right. But look, hey, Joe. All I'm if saying you watched is this. it, you would know better. So I, I, I don't do know if you it, did. And I do know better. I don't know. I actually do. So, anyways, the whole point of this was hopefully, hopefully, the Republicans, after the big red wave happens, hopefully they don't seek retribution. Hopefully they're not going to, which kind of segues me into my next segment here. Right? It's a good, it's a good segue here, right? Katenji Brown Jackson qualified? Sure. Yeah, I, I would say yes. Unique perspective because she was a public defender. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Soft on crime. Yeah, I think we've proven that. Activists. This is more important to me. Let's discuss this. I said after all those things that I've just listed, the Harvard thing, the Harvard thing has got me more upset than anything. Yeah. Right. Why would you? The, 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 the Ivy League school and admittance and admissions have got me upset, period, because we're lowering standards. We're not admitting people that are qualified to allow people that aren't qualified in. We talked about this. Don't use the word right? qualified. That's inaccurate and 100 percent a, a violation of the Constitution. Scores. According to the test scores, which test scores are you talking about? I'm the curious. SATs. The admission test. We, we've been over this a million times. Right? With affirmative so they've, action. Lowered, they've had to lower you, the standards. Nobody's, nobody's not, if you're not qualified, you don't get in and you don't get that. That's just how it works. So Stop you're saying it. they're, so you're saying that they're not, not admitting Asians. I'm saying they're so not. So you're saying there's no giant admitting going Asians. On, oh, right? I'm aware. I'm, I'm aware of, I'm aware of what's happening. And again, you, you, you do also understand this is very politically motivated, right? I don't care about politics. I'm not even in it about the politics. Right. I'm in it about. I don't think. I don't think Asian Americans are screaming that they're not getting into college at like, you know, no, a ridiculous. No, they are. That's why there's lawsuits. Jeff. No, they're not. They're definitely not. It's the process that they're suing over. It's not the rejection. This okay. is very politically oh, okay. motivated. It's a test case, <laughs> and they're going for it. They it's tried doing it case. with white people, and it didn't work. So now they're like, hey. If an Asian, another you know minority what? brings you this, go ahead, what will that you look go like? Go right ahead, Joe, and you justify discrimination. Go right ahead. Because you know what? You're going right back to the Democratic Party. If That's old. what you're doing. By all means. Really? How am I yeah. discriminating? By showing test scores, no matter what the friggin' race is, no matter what the race is, don't care. I'm looking at the qualified test scores. That's it. You guys are the only ones bringing up the race factor. If you look at the scores, the Asians get in more. So they thought it was unfair. Why is that unfair? Tell me why that's unfair. It's, again, we've been over this. That's not how it works. You're talking about someone who's equally qualified, but is also black. And probably not like Bel Air Black, not like Herschel Walker's son, but like somebody who probably went through all the, the rigors of, of students who go through programs in inner cities and all the extra work they have to do just to get on the same level playing field as everybody else. We've talked about this. You know that's a thing. 
So again, you're you're these people are not okay. unqualified. That's so you're, that's so you're justifying it. I'm not justifying okay, it. Cool. Again, you're you're only gonna lose out to somebody with similar academic achievement. They're not again, this is the and, and this is the this is the intellectual dishonesty of right wing media is to try to suggest that people that are getting spots through affirmative action are not qualified. That is blatantly false and would be a violation of affirmative action. Okay, as defined by the court. No quotas. Illegal, unconstitutional, can't have quotas. That's not a real thing. Just like just like third-term uh, abortions, no one's getting those. And that's all the right ever talks about. Like, like people are just out there killing newborn babies. Not true. Intellectually dishonest. It happens, Joe. It, Don't doesn't, tell me happen. it doesn't happen. Okay. It's against the law in every single state. To have an abortion after the 37th week. Look it up. Anyway, listen. Um, I do have a problem with uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson's sentencing. She's somebody who firmly believes in rehabilitation. I'm someone who firmly does not. I don't believe in it at all especially for anybody guilty of sex crimes and especially for people guilty of murder. So, so the child porn specific case, she gave them. So the, 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 I, if I read that correctly, the federal sentencing guideline, the minimum was, I think, 18 months. It was close to the 18 month mark. She gave them four. She, she gave them four months for child porn. And she said it was a difference between because I, I watched some of this. She said yeah. the difference between distributing and possession. That's why she, that's how she justified it. Well, those are different crimes. It's 100%. the same thing. Sure, dude. If you got busted with weed in your pocket, uh, you had a dime bag in your pocket, that's a small charge. If you're running a pound or two across the border, you're viol- that's a felony. So yep. yeah, they're they're very different crimes, and of course, be, would be treated as as such. I understand her, that her whole thing is, and but the federal I, guideline slow down. I understand that her belief, it's a guideline. A judge certainly, but so here's was, what here's no, what a no, judge can do. No, no, we won't do what everybody else in the country will do. We're going to do what I believe. Again, Correct. bringing back to her idea, her being an activist, not following the constitution and not following the statutes well that's not in the constitution uh at all nor nor is how the justice is supposed to rule in the constitution again a misnomer that right now the 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 right is trying to push that you have to have a certain viewpoint to be on the supreme court no who says that Uh, who said that well, Marsha Blackburn, for instance, Marsha Blackburn said everybody I talk to back home in Tennessee where I'm sure she's not spending time with Democrats, so she's living in a conservative bubble, and she told Katanji Brown-Jackson, everybody she knows wants Roe v. Wade overturned, despite the fact that 70% of Americans are okay with it. So come again, lady. Intellectually dishonest. Roe v. Wade is never going to get what the ladies, What the ladies at the Daughters of the Confederacy want at, at your, tea, you know, your, 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 your brunch fundraiser is that what the United States of America wants? I'll tell you hey, what I, I want to say. I'll this tell you what Marcia I think Blackburn they really well. want. 
The reason they're talking about who when we're talking about sentencing, who are we talking about? Wait, which class uh, I, of Americans are we honestly talking about here? Criminals. Which ones, though? Which color? I, I don't. I have no idea, Joe. I have no idea. We're, we're talking Child about porn. We're talking about the people that are really white. Who are the people that are that are uh, that are really white? Your child sure. pornographer. Who makes up more? White. But right, who makes up more prisoners than than anybody in the United States? Everybody knows it's black. The men. black population it's makes up. It's yes. pretty bad, right? So when they're talking about the sentencing, that's I mean they're really asking about how she's going to sentence violent black criminals. What they really want to ask her is, do you think all lives matter or black lives matter? They can't ask her that. So they're just poking around. They're not asking her that. Oh. I understand why you would say I'll that. I'll tell you what, Jimmy. And you know what, Joe? I'll and tell you what, before, Jimmy. This was, after the break, I'll prove you wrong. Ago, if this was two years ago, I would have agreed with you, right? I would have. But nowadays, you know these these soft DAs and these soft on crime DAs. It's becoming a, a huge talking point for the Republicans. Can we talk just, about why Katanji Brown Jackson feels that way? Because I read up on this because I told you I don't like it. Does that disqualify her from the Supreme Court? No, they don't hear no. criminal cases, so I'm not worried about that. I mean, let's be honest here, Joe. Let's be honest. It's really a non. This is really a non-factor in the makeup of this court. Because we're they they lost they retired one, you know the right. the uh, the liberals retired one. It's Stephen, right? You're you're just so, swapping I mean, liberals. It's what exactly. It's not really changing the makeup of the court. So let's be thankful about that. Sure, but no. And listen, Jimmy, I, I'm going to grant you this. I I really don't like this. Doesn't do it for me. I I'm not I'm I don't like her sentencing guidelines. But here's what I've learned since because I read up on this because. I thought that can't be true. And I saw it was, and I thought, why does she do that? She has written and researched extensively about rehabilitation, recidivity rates. When you put people in the system and you keep them there for a while, they get hardened. They just end up going back. Hey, I have a question for you then. <laughs> That's an activist why? judge. Yes. Why? Oh, I thought then? you were going to ask me, is that an activist judge? And I was going to say, yes, it is. And then but I was then, going to explain why activist judges are so important to this country. And I don't, again, understand why right-wing media is trying to paint activist judges as bad people. What, what they mean to say is they don't like liberal activist judges. Because if you look at Amy Coney Barrett's record, uh, 100% of her vote is, uh, conservative. Is, is conservative every time on every issue. Everybody else in that Supreme Court, even Clarence Thomas, three times, Kavanaugh has gone the other way. Not, yeah, dude, Kavanaugh. Again, these guys are for for the treatment that they got, for the way liberals treated those people. The to the two guys, they've done a fantastic job. I, um, I was going to close this segment with that, but you're bringing well, it up for me. Thank you yeah, very much. You, you're welcome. Do you to do not? That. Do you not think it is despicable? How they treated those other guys? How they I treated will, the conservative judges compared to the I will address that. I will address that shortly. Okay, very well. Very well. But you know what, Joe? Don't read up. You trying to read up on what I got? Don't do no, it. No, no, I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm actually trying to segue. alert this for yourself. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> trying to find a good, a, a good segue to my next segment here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know what? We're from Connecticut, right? We, we, we both live in Connecticut. And I got to talk about this because it's one of the dumbest things in the world to me, right? And I'm going to say it, yell, 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 
what is going on at freaking Yale Law School? What? Honestly, when, when you have law students protesting a bipartisan free speech event, what in the hell is this world coming to? I, honestly, I can't. I, I weep for the future, Joe. That's all I have to say. I weep for the future. And I'm not the only one that's saying this, but it is seriously, Joe, you, you, maybe you can explain it to me because you're a lot more liberal than I am. So can you explain to me how it's come to pre-law, you know, law students protesting a free speech event? How, how did we get here, Joe? I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, have any. I, don't. I mean, tell me this is not one of the dumbest things you've heard in a, in a long time. Uh, yeah, not a fan. I don't, uh, I'm not one to restrict any amendments at all to the con. I, I believe in the Constitution 100%. But, and I think this is important to note, and I'd like your position stated clearly, are you an originalist or do you believe like the guy who wrote the document said that it's a living, breathing document that should be updated about every 25 years. What's your stance? I'm a, you know what? I have actually been, I've actually been struggling with this myself. All right. Because, you know, originally I'm an originalist. All right. I, I, for, for, for you anybody like to tell rights. me. For, any, for anybody to tell me that these people could see 200 years into the future and see that these problems that we're having now is, I don't know, it's a little bit crazy to me, right? So I kind of like to stick with the text. However, I am not an idiot. I'm not, uh, I'm not a caveman, and I understand that things change. Everything changes. Yes. Everything. And it needs to be updated, in my opinion. However, yep. however, I think before we can update any of it, before we update any of it, we first need to come to an agreement on definition, on terms, and we need to be able to agree on the original intent of, let's say, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, any amendment, pick it out. Right. Yeah. What was the that's original you say that. intent? Because that's what we need to come in an agreement on. And then we can. Update. Actually, you're wrong. Let me tell you why. And let me tell you why being an originalist is the dumbest thing a person can be. <sighs> you mentioned you mentioned Here a couple of these things. You mentioned a couple of these things. You mentioned I heard you say the first and the second amendment, which is interesting because those weren't in the original document. The Second Amendment is not in the original document. Freedom of speech, freedom uh, to not do it. None of that is in the original Constitution. It all had to be amended later on because they didn't take into account those things when they wrote it, which is a big part of the reason as he was rewriting this thing a few weeks later, he was like, we're going to want to keep updating this thing as things come up because I didn't think of everything. Do people have a right to guns and religion and speech? They didn't even think about that. That was not even on their minds when they put that document together at all. Because there was. So okay. listen, listen, slavery, women's rights, 
Prohibition, the repeal of prohibition, all of those things, none of that was in the Constitution. If you're an originalist, you don't believe that black people should be free. That's you don't not think true, women should Joe. vote. That's, That's not what, true. No, if you're an originalist, you're going by the original text in the Constitution. None of those issues was addressed. You don't support the Second Amendment. You don't support the First Amendment. You you want the Constitution the way it was originally written. That's what an originalist is. So, so again, there's an actual, you guys should know what you're talking about. You guys should know what you're talking about. And I actually have a loophole on this. An originalist. Bam. There, it is covered, it, it, right? Uh huh. Do very, it. Very, very. You're make very, my point for me. Are you can you very, feel it? Very, very. Do you broadly, feel yourself walking into very, my trap? Very broadly, it is covered under very broad terms. What the what the amendments did was focus those terms, right? Right. Essentially, but the intent of the Constitution. Is what I'm talking. I'm not talking about the written with the the written. Well, the word. intent is I'm that all men are about, created equal, right? That's right. Everyone's supposed to have the same rights, that's, and that's yet, right. and yet, when they wrote it, they didn't include women, they didn't include the slaves, and they didn't include anybody who was not a white male landowner. This as originalist argument is not a good one, buddy. As the population expanded, so did the so did the, the umbrella of that. Right now, so whose job be, is it? Needed to be, it needed to be. It needed to be whittled down, and it needed right. to be focused. I get that. Yeah. I'm not saying the Constitution, the way it was written, is perfect. Right? right. I'm not saying I'm an originalist that way. I'm an originalist that it. I understand the the intent, the intent behind it was religious freedom, I mean, essentially, right? I mean, that's how it all started, right? Yeah. So I it, love it, it basically, it basically told me that it's just about freedom in general, right? And what the freaking, what the amendments did was kind of define the terms and what those freedoms are. Right. And that's all it is. But as an originalist, I am still as in the government is there to protect my inalienable rights. That's it. That's it. To answer your question, is it a living, breathing document? Of course it is. That's what the definition of an amendment is. Right? So it yep. can be both at the same time. I know you're not religious, but Old Testament, New Testament. Sure. Well, funny because of the you're a constitutionalist who does it. You're, you're like a Christmas Easter Catholic. You like the <laughs> circumstance of the, of the two big, I get it. You know, Christmassy, I was an altar boy. So a lot of people, those two holidays, we never saw the rest of the year. Me I too, totally I get understand. it. You're an originalist where it's convenient to be an originalist. No, because if not. you if Because I'm if not. you, Jimmy, if you take it wholesale, then you're against the Second Amendment. You're against women's rights. You're against the, the, the uh, overturning of slavery. Why None would there need to be a law the against something document. that wasn't that something was just natural? It's like making everybody carried a gun. Everybody had guns. There was no law against it because it was just like taking a piss. Okay. There's no Here's law the against other taking thing. a piss. This is important too. Well, kind of. There. Here's something people need to remember about the Second Amendment and then the Fourth. The Fourth was what prohibited the Quartering Act. So again, this document was written while American colonialists were forced to house British soldiers in their homes. 
So, of course, they wanted to have the right to arm themselves, and they wanted the right for the government not to put soldiers in their homes. So, again, this thing was written at a really messed up time. I agree on that. And on that note, Joseph, yes, I think we need to take a break. Sounds good to me. And as usual, come on out for a day of fun to the Cove Kids Classic presented by Clarity. Friday, May 6, 2022 at Lyman Orchards Golf Club to benefit the Cove Center for Grieving Children. Partnership opportunities are available. All proceeds from the Cove Kids Classic support the Cove's free programs. Please consider partnering with us to continue to support grieving children and teens in 2022 and beyond. For more information or questions, call Allison Gamber at 203-634-0500 or email Allison at covect.org. The Cove Kids Classic takes place Friday, May 6th at Lyman Orchards Golf Club. Registration begins at 8 a.m. Shotgun start at 9 a.m. on the player course. So we've been watching these historic, historic hearings in front of the United States Supreme Court. First black woman, uh, nominated the Supreme Court. I think everybody can at least appreciate that. Republicans have been, I think, very graceful and respectful and acknowledging that historic achievement. And if you don't like it, this will be the last time we bring it up because uh, the next one, the next black woman, it won't be as big a deal. Uh, it'll just be normal. And so we're cool with that, right? Anyway, um, the proceedings for the most part, um, it, it, it seemingly has been, it's not going to be about personal attacks. And I love that. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton, a man on the record as saying the Internet shouldn't be used as a teaching tool in schools and libraries, actually asked Katanji Brown Jackson if the U.S. needs more or less police, which isn't an issue that will ever end up in front of the Supreme Court, ever. It's a legislative issue. Now, he also asked if rape penalties, which only average 7.8 months uh, per sentence in his home state, is too long or too short. Great question. That's a criminal issue. Also decided by a criminal court. Again, something that would never end up in front of the Supreme Court. He's being intellectually dishonest. Ben Sass. He referred to sexual assault victims who were protesting at Justice Kavanaugh's hearing a few years ago as jack wagons and yokels. Yes, people, the war on Christmas is fake. However, the Republican war on women, that is real. Marsha Blackburn, this might be my favorite thing of the week. Marsha Blackburn asked Katanji Brown-Jackson if abortions are mentioned in the Constitution, which it obviously isn't. But Neither is the right to marriage, the right to buy an AR-15, or to have a car or a computer. The Republicans have been patting themselves on the back for not making personal attacks to a woman who doesn't consider the Pope Christ's victor on earth. She hasn't been accused of a rape, and she's not stealing a Supreme Court seat. Ted Cruz, a man despised by everyone who's ever met him, Mentioned Joe Biden presided over the Clarence Thomas hearing. I watched that as a boy. He talked about how unfair Thomas was treated over his sexual harassment of Anita Hill. He also brought up the way Brett Kavanaugh was attacked over his rape allegations by Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, 
And he brought up the fact that not confirming a Supreme Court nominee has a name given by Democrats. It's called getting borked. Yes, in reference to Robert Bork, who faced criticism and outrage because of his feelings about the Warren and Burger Court's interpretations of the Constitution, especially the, the First Amendment. Yeah, Robert Bork was anti-First Amendment. That's why nobody wanted him on the friggin' Supreme Court. Republicans voted against him. Of course, Ted Cruz didn't mention Merrick Garland. Remember him? Yeah, that's the guy President Obama nominated and the Republican-led Congress decided, nah, we don't want to do that. Then four years later, they shoved Amy Coney Barrett down our throats just before they lost the White House. I don't know if they want to talk integrity on Supreme Court hearings, honestly. Here's what the Republicans are doing now. Because there's nothing to attack. They're attempting to discredit Katanji Brown-Jackson because she's pro-choice and she's black. Yeah, the constant emphasis on her compassion and sentencing criminals who are, by and large, black men. They can't say it. But they want her to appear so far left that, that she's too liberal for the Supreme Court. Despite the fact that this same Congress on June 14th of 2021 affirmed her to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. That's the second highest court in the country. 53-44 was the vote. Collins, Lindsey Graham, and Lisa Murkowski joined the Democrats. All reasonable in their voting, as always. I would expect the same result in this one. Nice. Well done, Joe. I like Thank that you, a sir. lot. Uh, as always, just full of crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand. Okay. This is what kills me about you and, and Fair. your, and your No, don't even lump me within anybody else. Just okay. This is what kills me, me about just come you. come at me. Take me you, out. Go ahead. You, you find a way to... What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, justify bad decisions and then find a way to put it back on the Republicans and how they're spinning it. There's no Republican spinning. You can't. There's nothing anybody can do on any news channel, on any freaking on any political side that shows her record of giving child porn people, child porn offenders four freaking months in jail. There's no way to spin that, Joe. None. There's no way you know, to excuse it. There's Ted no Cruz way to spin asked it. her yesterday if he could identify as an Asian man and then switch back later in the day to identify as a history. He actually asked that. A sitting senator at a Supreme Court hearing asked a question that stupid. Is well, that, does that make uh, that you kind of falls in line? See, we're we're we're, we're <laughs> going we're going into waters here, Joe. We're going into we're going into shark infested waters because you know what that was in reference to. The same, and I don't agree with it. By the way, all right, I didn't think I didn't like that question, and I also didn't like Marsha Blackburn's question. Can you define a lady or a woman? Because that's just a gotcha question. That's a setup question, and it was unfair. And I thought, right, and I thought, and I praised the that. Republicans for being the better party, for not personally attacking, like, you know, the Democrats did, right? But that, and again, that wasn't a personal attack, but that was just a setup question. And I, we're better than that, right? And I, well, 
They should again, have been better Again, with the idea of trying to make her seem like a lunatic. To make her seem like no, she's a no. loony Look, leftist not, and not fit not. for the Supreme Court. And and so it is a personal attack is what it, this no, ends up not, being. And again, here's the difference. Here's the difference between the difference between Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett. Again, all three of them were very controversial. Gorsuch stole Merrick Garland's seat. So that's why people were angry about that. When you have to admit the the Democrats, they had they had a right to be pissed about that one. I like Brett Kavanaugh. I've talked about this with you before. I like the guy. I thought he was very qualified. I told you in uh, in 1993, Brett Kavanaugh and I both started fist fights at Demery's in downtown New Haven. Not on the same night, though, which can is I, can unfortunate. I, can, I, can I tell you something, but, Joe? Again, dude, a rape allegation. And, and listen, was it dirty the way the Democrats did him? Should they have brought that up and had the FBI investigate it well before the hearings? Clearly. Okay, Clearly, thank you. was there going to be evidence conclusively? No, there wasn't. And I think everybody knew that going in. So was it a mockery, Jimmy? Yeah, it was. And I'll be okay, honest well, with I appreciate you, you saying as I, Sure. I and as I told you a million times, I value my country very much. I value the process. I want to see when I heard the opening statements of the Republicans, I thought, OK, some backhanded shots at the Democrats. We're going to treat you right, treat you fair. But then I saw what they were doing. They're not going to attack a black woman, again, who's never been embroiled in any actual scandal. So you're going to find a couple things about her you don't like. You're going to keep hitting on that. Ben Shapiro and company, the next couple of days, are going to rev the engine up. Candace Owens is going to say some crazy shit. And next thing you know, people are going to be like, I don't know, is this lady fit? That's what they're trying to do. We already know what the vote is. If they had to vote right now, it's fifty three forty seven. We already know that. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter, Joe. So there's no again, reason. Here's so, another thing one, that upset oh, me. Wait, hold on. You'll like this. Number one, it was freaking. It was low hanging fruit. The Republicans. All right. It was an easy low hanging fruit. We're going to treat you better. Well, because you know what? It doesn't matter. It, every Republican can vote no, and it doesn't matter. So. They don't need to. They don't need to personally attack what they're doing, right? And it, and it, it is for show. That's that's. I'll say that. But it, it, it that's really all it is. It's just for show. They're not, they can't discredit her. They they can't discredit her because you know what? Her record they, speaks for herself. I appreciate you saying that. I think they can discredit her in the eyes of the public, to where maybe and it doesn't have, matter. What hold on. No 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 no. Maybe this is. Look, think about what you need. Are you talking about Joe Manchin, Christmas? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Joe Manchin doesn't like it. If none of the Murkowski, you know, maybe the people of Alaska are like, nah, just you got to vote no or we're going to blow you out in the next election. Same thing with Susan Collins. Any of these swing people, maybe Tulsi Gabbard won't want to jump in on this. You honestly think that anybody's not uh, on the Democratic Party? Is not going to vote yes. Hold if, on, hold on, hold on. For the first, for the first black supreme woman Supreme Court justice, you honestly think any of them? Let's say, vote? let's say in the next week these things it, it goes off the rails a little bit. They really start hammering down on some of these sp- specific sentences where it was lenient, and you find out about some murderer who went out and like slaughtered a white family as soon as he got out of jail. 
And he was like, thanks, Katanji Brown Jackson. That's for you. As they were hauling him back in the jail for life. Ah, recivity. It's my middle name. You know what I mean? So maybe something like that happens. I'm just saying there are lots of senators and Congress people who are vulnerable in a reelection situation. If your district is like, you better not vote for her. If their district is like, you better not vote for her, maybe it's because they have a problem with all the freaking crime going on. Maybe it's because they want somebody. Yes. They, they want could possibly people. be conflating this they person with that problem. True. But it's a clear message. Yes. It's a clear message, is it not? I agree. So Yes. But again, so I am saying, so she is a little bit vulnerable here, and that's the course of attack. Because again, what would be the other attack? Uh, she's know, a I nice think... woman. She She's a liberal. She goes to church, so she believes in God. So she's well, not you know like what? a you godless know, the liberal. The other thing is, and I don't understand it, maybe you can help me out with it, right, is that the fact that she did defend people down in Gitmo, right? She did defend terrorists, right? So that, and I understand, but I thought, I think that brings a unique perspective to it. But again, because now she's not going to be trying criminal cases. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So right. It, it, the, which people need to know that first off. So it, I thought it would bring a unique perspective. However, I know that the Republicans are not enjoying this. And I know that they're hammering on this fact. And I don't understand quite why. I haven't looked into it because I think it. I think it's cool. Oh. By the way, let's acknowledge this comment clearly by somebody from Italy. I'll tell you how I'm reading this. I love watching all you guys. That's how I'm reading that. So I assume that's an Italian-American. Uh, make sure you get your comments in here. Frank has decided that your nickname is Snooky. Yeah, for you, life you did, now. You did, did. that on yourself. Hey, man, I did. <laughs> but you know what? You can't ever say I hide anything from you guys. By the way, Victoria uh, Victoria Lang was uh, did check in a little while ago. She said no big red wave. We'll have to sorry. break the news to her on her show next yes, week. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. Midterms, incumbents, it's never good. Ever. Even if you're Historic. doing a good job, let alone if you're doing a terrible job. And again, James, let me say this. Here's what I'll say. Gas prices are gas prices. Whether he's responsible specifically or partially or not at all, gas prices are what they are. Food prices are what they are. Is it his fault? Maybe not. Probably no, not. Maybe it, maybe it, come this election, come this election, every person, Democrat, Republican, independent, that walks into that voting booth, it's his fault. It, it, it's, it's not his fault. It's on him, though. It's, it's on his plate. There. The, the buck stops there. Absolutely. I don't know how he's going to get over the mishandling of Afghanistan. Me neither. That's the, mis the mishandling of Ukraine. The supply food chain, the continued rising COVID cases. We're now, it looks like going through, I think, a third wave of, of COVID. Numbers are, are, are back on the rise. Of reported so, cases. Yeah, I mean, but again, dude, it's no like. hospitalizations. I feel like no you doubt. didn't solve, he didn't solve anything he said he was going to solve. Well, he all. over -promised. 
He right. And I said this when he said it. I'm going to what, what, God. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus, quote unquote. And I was like, ooh, you can't shut down a virus. You're just a man. <laughs> a virus is a living, breathing organism that will find a way to survive, i.e. the rhino virus. What an idiot. But now see. Yeah, On the other weird. hand, the guy before him thought it was going to go away in the springtime. <laughs> this is why I insist that we need to stop electing idiots. I agree wholeheartedly. Get get people who have read a, a school book in the last 30 years in office. I think maybe that's <laughs> the way to go. You know? Well, you know what, Joe? We say it every we say it every week. We say it every week on this show that education in this country has gone down the crapper. We need to yeah. do something about it, right? I think I, I, the way you start fixing this, what's going on in this country, the way you start mending the the, the, the the divide is through education, right? And we need we need serious people in these seats to fix this education problem because it's awful. It's absolutely awful. And I, I know that you and I both actually agree with that, so we can... Yeah, uh, it's an, a nice way to kind of wrap this thing up. Yeah, you know, listen, I think it's important that here's what I would like to see from people, right? Let, let's get some info on this Hunter Biden laptop. This is important. And I think we all want to know what's cooking there. Okay. I've been saying, James, since this show started in 2016, if Hillary did something wrong, lock her up. If it's Trump, sit in the same cell with her. Absolutely. If her husband went to Paradise Island, pop him in there too. If Obama did, I don't like I again, I don't care. If you break the law, I don't care what party you're in. I really don't. If you broke the law, you go to jail. That's how this works. When you murder somebody, you got to go to jail for that. You can't yeah, but- be murdering people. Yeah, but your side, Joe, wants to let these guys out after three months. Well, that first of all, stop saying my side. I see why you're doing that. It's hurtful. Um, <laughs> I don't align with those folks because of the all the state. They, they know why I don't align with them. They understand. But I know, it. but that's the problem we're having. It, tell me, we're not having that problem right now. I think that's a part of the problem, certainly. Okay, it's a big problem in the, Connecticut. The problem. I said it's a huge problem in Connecticut. The revolving door. And the, listen, the number one group of people who would be affected by more aggressive policing in 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 terms of the carjackings is in Connecticut is African American males, and 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 that's a very hot topic issue, right? Because we're we're trying to work this racial thing out, but I'm not I'm not cool with. Uh, with carjackers getting sent home to their parents. That's that not going to work for me. Okay. I I understand that we don't want to be incarcerating African-Americans at a higher clip than everyone else. When, when everyone else isn't getting hit with the same charges. But if you're carjacking or you're robbing people at gunpoint or worse, you're killing people. I don't care if you're 14 or 15. I don't care if you live with your grandma. I don't care what's up. You go to jail forever. It's the only way you're going to stop that nonsense. So, so I'm I'm a million percent on board with that. And as so I Joe said, and I, uh, with Ms. Brown Jackson, 
I, 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 I'd like to see more of her research. Yeah. Sketchy peasant said it earlier. Look, some people are, are able to be rehabilitated. Great. And I'm sure she takes that into account in her sentencing. Better not be wrong. <laughs> You're taking a big gamble, right? But you know, ask, what? I just want to ask say Michael this. Dukakis. Ask Michael Dukakis about letting a prisoner out, going oh out and murdering God. somebody before an election. See how convenient that is for you. Did him wonders. But you know, I, I really want to wrap this this, this show up by because uh, somebody was talking to me about how they enjoyed how you and I can actually sit down and have a conversation about this stuff, Joe. Right? We we sit down. We can have it. We can talk about it. We can argue. We don't agree on much. But at the end of the day, we still respect each other. And we go, you know, I'll call you up later on and, you know, talk to you about, you know, next week's show and crap like that. But I want, I really want people to look at this show and use it as an example of how we can move forward together. You sit down, you talk about it, you drink a beer, you smoke a joint afterwards, whatever you want to do. All right. Did you read that, by the way? No, what? Do you understand what that's that's in reference to um, that episode of Seinfeld? The hunter the boobs the are real and they're spectacular. <laughs> and it's spectacular. Yeah. Yes, that's I you. love it. Thank that's you very much. That's the kind much. of friend I am. That's why we can have the kind of show we do. I yes, wish sir. you would stop calling me Brandon, though. I know my name is Joe, but it does get it does get confusing. All right, guys. As always, thank you very much for watching Divided We Stand for Joe for Joe Aguirre. I am Jim Batisti saying, let's go, Brandon, as always. Have a good night. a 401k and some savings for future retirement but don't even know if it's enough to live off of how much is enough how often are you thinking about it the team at jpex financial group can help set your mind at ease we specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial educational and investment needs we help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies you deserve a personal tailored plan Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut.